0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Battleground Podcast. This is a podcast all about professional wrestling. Join Battle and Eli as they break down what's going on in the world of professional wrestling with special guests including some of your favorite wrestling superstars. You never know who's going to stop by. Now making their way to the microphone. Give it up for the greatest podcast team in the world. Battle and Eli. Oh, uh, welcome to. Uh, hey, what's where, up? I, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: was, I was trying to think of a way, like, how can I throw him off? That's- that
0: literally threw me off, and we're uh, we're back. Uh, I know it's been a couple of days, uh, but a lot of stuff has been going on. But welcome to the Battleground Podcast. Um, it's Battle and Eli. We're all hanging out. What's up? Um, we'll address the elephant in the room that's going on right now. But we're on this podcast. We're gonna take you know, try to take your mind off of what's going on. But here in in Nashville and Tennessee, uh, of course, we had the tornado that was very devastating. And now we've got coronavirus. But if you want to be smart, you say COVID-19 that's going around, which is, it's, it's a very scary thing. Um, but, you know, it, this has affected a lot of sports, including the ones that we talk about wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that, you know, Wrestling has been done in empty arenas, and WrestleMania has been canceled, but then now it's not, because now, according to WWE's Instagram, they are going to have WrestleMania for two nights on the network on Saturday, April 4th and April 5th, and it is hosted by former New England Patriots Gronk, and they're calling it the show of the shows at 7 p.m. Eastern, um, but it, I'm assuming that it's going to be still in the performance center. Yeah. Um,
1: very controversial. Uh, everyone assumed they were going to do the right thing and cancel it. Uh, I guess to them, they'd rather have some show over no show. And even if that means doing it in a empty arena or empty performance center, or whatever. Um, the rumor was they are trying to postpone it till the summer. And my whole thing is, is just, they're, I just don't know where the money's where they're going to make the money now. You know, beside I mean, I I think you have a a, a built in audience of people that have the network and they just they just let the ten dollars renew every month and that's it. You know, um, so the bulk of the money from WrestleMania is. Um, I think being in the city and doing all the events, the hall of fame and uh, NXT takeover. And I mean, you get all this influx of money. Um, and then obviously the attendance tickets are a
0: huge thing of money. And then obviously all the merch they sell. Um, Plus so, you got to think of all like the independent wrestling that brings in, even though this isn't WWE, but you know, the tourism that brings into Tampa. Oh yeah. I mean for the last,
1: at least, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I went to my first one in two years ago, 2018, but I know it was going on before then. But I mean, for the last, at least we'll just say decade. Um, I mean, one of the smartest things the independents have done is they book all these events around WrestleMania because a lot of people go down there for a week. So they're like, well, screw it. Let's throw a show. People are going to be down here. Um, I'm surprised WWE hasn't been more proactive with like screwing them and like booking up all the venues it, whether they need it or not and then you know what i mean like they're so cutthroat i'm surprised they haven't done that yet but um a lot of the you know a lot of the indie stuff going on for wrestlemania week is all canceled i know ring of honors i think they canceled all their stuff coming up right Their tour they
0: canceled it i want to say they canceled it all the way up until march 31st that's kind of what the the plan is for most promotions uh-huh. they're canceling their shows Which is kind of, you know, sitting here thinking about it, you look at what Impact Wrestling's done and NWA has done, and they tape all their shows. Now, granted, you know, you got people that leak it to the dirt sheets, but, you know, they're not having to do a show in front of nobody. Yeah,
1: I mean, that's one of the few kind of benefits of taping ahead, I guess, is not only can you edit it and tweak it however you need to, but then if something like this happened, you, you know, you still have a show that looks like a real show. So, um, I'll be honest. I haven't watched wrestling since, um, I guess that weekend we had like, where we did, uh, we, we had Flip on Thursday, Ring of Honor on Friday, and then the uh, AEW pay-per-view that Saturday on Leap Year. Um, so I have had like two weeks now. I haven't watched any wrestling. Um, it's been just a crazy time at work for me. Um, I'm one of the f- random ones. I, I still haven't, I can't work from home yet. Um, it's a long, long story. But anyways, we're busier now than we were at Halloween, which is like my busy season at work. So like it's 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 a very strange time right now. Um but um so I'm kind of out of the loop a little bit. Like I know I've heard, you know, I know that they I, I guess they officially signed gronk or he's working out, i don't know i mean if he's gonna be hosting wrestlemania i guess he's doing something in some capacity now but um i haven't watched any raw i mean i don't watch a lot of Raw. if we're being honest i, I haven't watched any Raws or smackdowns i never watched smackdown if we're being honest um <laughs> so um i haven't you know seen the empty arenas and them doing it at uh, the performance center i haven't seen any of that stuff um it was cool they finally announced uh british bulldogs going in the hall of fame um i think we're i guess we could say we're casual acquaintance acquaintances with uh, georgia his daughter um so it was cool to you know see her excited and see the family finally get recognized and uh that's definitely one of those like that should have happened a long time ago but um um so that's kind of cool but um yeah, it's just a weird time, you know, like uh, one of our favorite venues here in town, uh, Basement East, that's where Southern Underground Pro um, hosts a lot of their shows. And we've seen everybody from MJF there to Marco Stunt to uh, Dan Housen to um, um, I want to say Jeff Cobb was there for some MJF like. was there. Yeah, that was the first one. Um, wow. Joe Janela. Yeah. Um, uh, Nick Gage has been there, AJ gray. Um, you know, I mean, a lot of like, you know, a lot of people that are now in some of the bigger leagues and stuff, um, Former guest,
0: uh, Brickster, Mr. Brickster.
1: Show. Yes. Can't forget him. Um, but that one uh, got hit by the tornadoes and that was actually the second time that buildings got hit. It got hit in the nineties by a tornado too. So talk about bad luck. So, um, but they just had a benefit show. Um, at another venue exit in, um, which is more, I don't know, more of a music oriented venue. Uh, they don't seem to have as many wide ranging events like basement East does. So they were able to do that as a benefit show for the tornado, um, all the stuff that happened. And, um, but, um, yeah, so it's just kind of one of those, especially for our area. I mean, when you have, two really big things happening at one time, just back to back. It's just like, it's hard to focus on, you know, your daily routine and just making it to work and back and just going to the grocery store and picking up stuff and, you know, sitting down and relaxing and watching wrestling. And I think you pointed out, I've, I've actually watched some stuff on the network here over the last like week or two. I've been catching up on the ruthless aggression, um, documentary which is awesome i think you watched the
0: stone cold episode with bret hart and oh my god it's like the greatest hour and eight minutes you'll ever spend like he the first part of it is going into like him and his relationship with vince leading up to the montreal screw job what happened and then it got into just kind of the feud that austin and bret hart had and i was just like they let all this go and they touch a little bit on the goldberg situation um but if you if you do have the network do yourself a favor and watch that one that i think that's by far the best one that i've seen yeah and stone cold
1: he he always talks about how important bret hart was and um you know their match at wrestlemania the double turn and all that and you know, the iconic image of him just blood gushing down his head and he passes out and the sharpshooter and doesn't quit. Um, he always talks about how that's a very important match and always talks about Brett, you know, being a main reason that he exploded the way he did. Um, it always, you know, really bums me out because I obviously was a WCW guy growing up. And um, so seeing um, – seeing him go to – seeing Bret Hart go to WCW and sign that huge deal, you know, you kind of were just like, holy crap. So we're going to get, you know, Bret Hart and Flair and Bret Hart and Sting and Bret Hart and, you know, at the time, I guess – The matches that we've been wanting. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, uh, I don't think all the people had left yet, but, you know, Bret Hart and Chris Benoit, Bret Hart and Eddie Guerrero, Bret Hart, Dean Malenko. I mean, all these matches are like dream matches for people, and it didn't really – you know it didn't happen that way and then uh when he was fighting Goldberg Goldberg accidentally kicked him in the head gave him a concussion he was never the same after that and um i really hate it for him because like i think those 3 or 4 years in WCW kind of tarnished his reputation a little bit not to his fault i mean he just you know <laughs> i mean he he offered um if you haven't seen the documentary, it's called wrestling with shadows and it basically starts filming a year before the Montreal screw job. So it's from 96, 97. And, um, it's just, It was one of the first, what I would call almost like a reality, um, the documentary, I guess. I don't know. It was just shocking to see like that kind of behind the scenes access and see a lot of that stuff. It's not quite like, um, beyond the mat or is that what it's called against? No. Yeah. no, that's it. Beyond the mat. Yeah, that's the one on Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't quite go that far where it was actually actively like, this is not real, it's predetermined, blah, blah. But it was still, like, for 1997 it was like, holy crap, I cannot believe. Um, and this will tell you how old I am. They showed it on A&E in about 98, I think. And I videotaped it. And I had to stop <laughs> it at the commercials and all that. I still I still have that tape, actually, somewhere. Um, but, um... So anyways, I mean, he, he initially had a lifetime deal with Vince and it wasn't like big money, but it was just like, I'm guaranteeing you that you'll, you know, your whole career will be with WWF at the time. And he's like, awesome. And then for whatever reason, Vince was like, I can't, I can't honor that deal. I and mean, You got to go to WW or WCW and you know, it, it would be like kind of. I don't know, similar to what Tom Brady has just gone through, just, you know, signed with the Tampa Bay. I mean, he's been the top guy for a long time, and he finally is like, I kind of want to be paid like I'm the top guy, you know? And, right. And, um, I mean, WCW just offered him a massive, massive contract. There was no way he could turn it down. Um, and then it was just kind of not great. It was really not a good run. And um, after that concussion, <clears throat> I mean, he had a stroke, and I think he had he's had two bouts with cancer and – I mean, it's just, ugh. and, um, you know, I, I, it's always one of those, like, I wonder what would have happened if either he had had a better run in WCW or, um, he had somehow figured out a way to stay with WWE. Um, cause I think he would have been a good, um, uh, alternative to like, you know, like say, say him and Austin had a match in like 99 after Stone Cold became Stone Cold. You know what I mean? Uh, right. I think that would have been incredible. You know, him and The Rock in 2000, that would have been incredible. Him and Mankind, you know. I think there was a lot of matches that he could have had but didn't. But anyways, this is long-winded. But um, I I think it's tarnished his reputation a little bit. And I, I think a lot of people, um, you know, kind of view him as just a bitter old man now. And it's like, he kind of has you know, some ground to stand on, you know, Vince McMahon went against his promise. Strike one, uh, Montreal screw job, strike two, <laughs> uh, went to WCW, had a shitty run and then gets put out by an inexperienced wrestler named Goldberg three. I-, I mean, there's
0: a lot of reasons that he can be bitter. You know what I mean? Um, right. One thing though, that I took away from the broken skull thing was he was talking about, you know, Vince knew that he was going to go to WCW and Vince was like, you know what, I, I, you're my guy or whatever. Vince was going to work out Brett's contract with Bischoff in WCW, like look it over and figure out what's best for him.
1: Jeez, yeah, that's uh, that uh, that's never happened. I've never heard of that before. That's wild, right? And
0: um, Brett but... talked about it, and he was like, yeah, my my people got involved and said, no, that's not a good idea to let Vince, you know do your contract with Eric for WCW. And I was like, just imagine though, like if Vince did do Hart- Brett's contract when he was going to WCW, like he would literally just screw him out of everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just when he left WWF, I mean, he was kind of in route to being one of the top 10. Some people argue top five greatest wrestlers of all time. And, you know, they've had that, uh, uh, I'd have to Google it. That's too much effort. Um, <laughs> but they found that dark match with him between from 86. It was him and the, the other guy. And the other guy was who they thought was the future. I mean, he was like six, five, you know, two twenty, just ripped. I mean, he was a prototypical Vince guy and they threw him in a dark match with Brett and they did the match and everyone was raving about this kid. Like, Holy crap. This guy's incredible. And then when he went to the next match, it was garbage. And they're like, "Well, what happened?" Like, well, you're looking at the wrong dude. It was Bret Hart. That's the dude. It's not this guy, you know. Um, so I, I still think when it's all said and done, he's going to go down as one of the best. Um, but you know, I think from '97 to now, I think it's 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 kind of tarnished tarnished his. Uh, uh his impact on the industry and you know his being on the Mount Rushmore of wrestlers and stuff like that. So anyways, that was very long-winded. I apologize. Yeah, and <laughs> I remember I've I remember always been a big Bret Hart guy, so
0: Oh, I was too. The I, the very first wrestling event it was him and Sid Vicious that I went and saw and that was the main event that night leading up to that was Austin when Sid you took the the belt, right? Mhm. Yeah. And that was the night that we got China jumping over the guardrail and swinging Terry around like a rag doll. Nice. Um, and that was at Bridgestone, Gaylord Somme, whatever you want to call it. Um But yeah, I I remember the the thing you were talking about with Bret Hart and the other guy, because the WWE network did that huge ordeal documentary on it.
1: Yeah, found found the tape and stuff, yeah.
0: Yeah, and through tape traders and they finally showed that match and then you look at it and it's like Brett was the guy, but you know, um that so if you get a chance, you know, sometime this week while you're you know. Self-quarantined or whatever uh, Definitely check that out And there's also some really great stuff That's on the network that uh, You just kind of sit there like uh, A pay-per-view that we kind of talked about That I wish they would come back in your house Um, That was a phenomenal pay-per-view series And I've been watching up on those And then there was also um, A thing that was going on Where with, with the coronavirus stuff going on A lot of indie wrestlers are Out of work and whatnot, And so what they were trying to do Was this is they set up a thing Where You could watch these wrestling matches And you can actually donate money to the wrestlers And they were setting it up like pro wrestling Tees was involved And it was freelance wrestling And they It's on IWTV and they were doing some stuff And they were calling it like I think it was in your house or Something along those lines like that But then um oh i think they called it in your warehouse yeah i think well that's what yeah that's what it is but it was because, the logo
1: was so close to to in your house yeah and which is so, just i mean i mean seriously you're just it's picking you know you're grabbing straws at that point so
0: right and you know basically what it was was freelance wrestling they planned on running like empty arena shows uh kind of like how everybody else is doing right now but there was an option for fans to actually send money via paypal so they could help you know the talent that was wrestling during that that thing that was going on and then mustafa ali chimed in on it and then wwe saw it and was like no nah, you're gonna have to change it so it's like warehouse wars and yeah um but it is going down this saturday march 21st because it's freelance wrestling and then pro wrestling teas and um uh, yeah, so that, that I, I like that idea of being able to still watch wrestling, still being able to help those indie guys. Because, I mean, the thing is with the indie guys, they have, you know, some of them have other jobs in wrestling. Some of them, wrestling is their only job. So the only way they make money is not only for wrestling, but also to sell merch. And, you know, you got to help those guys out as much as possible. They're like service industry workers.
1: Right. And I know, um, like, IWTV, like, they just signed a thing with GCW. Um and, you know, you can go back and, and watch old pay-per-views and old, you know, Ed, SUP um, has their shows on that. And um, Fight TV, obviously, you can go back and rent pay-per-views. And um, some of that stuff, though, the problem is, is it doesn't always go to the wrestlers. So, like, you know, a lot of times the big companies are going to be fine. It's the individual wrestlers that are struggling. so um, So, yeah. So, I mean, if you've got some extra cash and you're like, what can I do to help? I mean, you can go to... Your favorite wrestler's website and buy something directly from them you can you know pro wrestling tees most indie people have a shop on on that website now um so i mean you'd be surprised how buying one 20 shirt how much that would help somebody right now so
0: yeah so definitely go and support your local independent wrestler and you know, we're we're recording this, you know, today's Wednesday. We're going to put this up right as soon as we're done recording this because there's a lot of stuff going on tonight. You've got AEW, you've got NXT, which a very interesting thing is I'm scrolling through uh, Instagram just kind of looking at stuff. NXT announced that tonight Triple H and Tom Phillips will host tonight's edition of WWE NXT so um, it has been very interesting watching because I watched SmackDown and I watched Raw and it was the empty arena. But it was kind of like they would show stuff from Elimination Chamber or whatnot. And then there's a couple matches here and there. And then Monday night on Raw, it was 316 day. It was supposed to be the big ordeal and it was Stone Cold Steve Austin. And, you know, it, it just it seemed weird i know what the time's going on right now it seemed weird but it was ju- the cool thing of just sitting there seeing austin and him and becky you know drinking a beer and you know the street prophets both getting stunners which actually kind of looked pretty rough for a mm-hmm. little bit but it was just kind of cool seeing that but the thing that was really exciting for me and I think I texted you about it. Was the fact that when we got Undertaker, it was Undertaker with a beanie and a ponytail. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Are we getting the American badass?" He still came out to the regular Undertaker entrance, and everybody was like, "Well, this is going to be the quickest Undertaker entrance ever because it was like three steps, and he's at the you know at the ring already." But um, you know, I'm hoping. I to be completely honest, I like the American badass Undertaker.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's. Um... I think it's kind of gotten uh, – it's almost had like a cult following, you know, since since it happened. I know I know when it happened, when I was – when it originally happened, I mean, I didn't like it. I mean, partly just because I didn't like him. Well, I don't know. He came – it was kind of a combination. He came out to the Kid Rock song, and he came out to the Limp Biscuit song. And I was never a massive fan of either. Um, I guess I probably liked Limp Bizkit a little bit more. Um, but I, I, it was just, I don't know. I was just like, uh, it always, when it first happened, it just struck me as like midlife crisis, you know, like,
0: okay, here we go. But, um, rolling down the ramp on a motorcycle. Yeah. You know?
1: Um, but I mean, he, it was, it was a cool way to kind of reinvent it a little bit and kind of go in a different direction. And, um, you could tell he, he was enjoying not doing the supernatural stuff for a while. So, but, um, um yeah triple h got some good remark or good praise for being on commentary i guess smackdown he did a good job
0: yeah um so
1: you know that'll be interesting to see um and then i think you i don't think you mentioned it yet but next week there's the debut we're going to talk about which debut dark side of the ring
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so out of it. Like, it, my brain is completely fried because it's like, you know, like Eli is talking about how they're still having to be at work. I mean, with, with my job, as most of you know, I'm on the radio and we, you know, our job is a little bit important. I'm not saying anybody else's job's not important, but we've got to kind of, you know, be there like the TV guys and kind of tell you what's going on with everything that is happening. So I'm, it, it's just kind of, you know all over the place at the moment. But yeah, so dark side of the ring returns next week. Um, and you know, on this upcoming season, there's so many good stuff they're doing. Um, let's see, they're going to do the murder of Dino Bravo brawl for all. They're going to do one on new Jack. They're going to do David Schultz, violent run in with the 2020 reporter, uh, the death of Nancy Argentina, Jimmy Snuka's girlfriend, uh, one on the Legion of Doom, um, Herb Adams' attempt to build a wrestling empire, and then the story of Owen Hart's death during the WWE pay-per-view. And, of course, the one that they're kicking it off with on March 24th is the story of Chris Benoit, and it is a two-hour premiere.
1: Yeah. That, and I, like, I
0: can't believe that
1: that's the first one they're doing, but, I mean, I mean, you might as well come out of the gate swinging, you know?
0: So. And that's that's what's crazy about it. It's just like I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is the first one. And the cool thing about it is Jericho's the one that's you know narrating the this season. Yeah. Um, because Dutch Mantel was the one they did last season. Jericho's doing this one. And I think there's like one part in the trailer that was like Chris Jericho's like, if you're thinking that I'm, you know, praising a murderer, You're wrong, and you need to turn this off now before we keep going, kind of thing. And I'm just like, they're about to legitimately pull the curtain. Cause I think, I think Chris Benoit's son is in this one.
1: Yeah. That
0: wouldn't, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, if I remember correctly. Yeah. His, so it's, it's, uh, in the interview, it's Benoit's family, friends, including his other son, David. And Benoit's sister Nancy. And I just
1: looked up how Dino Bravo died. Holy crap! Yeah, way, way more, way more sticky than I, I, I was envisioning. So
0: this is this this is what I'm saying. Like the guys that have got together with Dark Side of the Ring is is phenomenal stuff. And you know ever since last season, I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. And then when we got to sit down and kind of talk with, you know, Dutch Mantel about it. I'm like, they're about to pull the curtain back for everybody right now.
1: Yeah. I mean, we loved the first one, the first season, and it was really cool talking to the Dutch and he kind of tipped us, um, a little bit to what was going to happen this season. Uh, the debuts next week. And, um, I mean, or as Matt Riddle likes
0: to call it, the butt Yeah, debut. butt
1: And, I mean, even if you're... I think these shows are good even if you're not really into wrestling. And, you know, I, I've shown some of these documentaries we've mentioned here recently. I've shown them to non-wrestling fans. And I'm like, wow, that was really good. So, you know, I think it's... And with this one, it's a two-hour episode. And you can argue that this stuff with Benoit really changed wrestling forever, you know? And um so I, I think people we've been ready for this one since it was announced they were doing this show last year or late twenty eighteen. And um so yeah, so we're really excited about that and um can't wait to watch that on the twenty fourth, I think you said.
0: Yes, uh it is the twenty fourth, it's gonna be on Vice TV. So, yeah, so Jericho is going to be the narrator. Um, and then they're going to do, after the show, this is going to be kind of cool. I'm looking at it. It's Variety.com has reported that Chris Gathard, maybe that's how you say his name, is going to host a new weekly after show airing at 11 right after the episode. And it's going to feature a rotating panel of guests from the world of pro wrestling and entertainment. So they're going to break down the episode after that. That's cool. It's kind of like a, you know, Walking Dead, Talking Dead kind of thing. So that's that's gonna be. I I I have a feeling though. This they're like you said, coming out the gates swinging with Chris Benoit, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. And that was coming out, you know,
1: ten days before WrestleMania was supposed to start. So you know, they picked I guess their biggest episode right before the biggest week of wrestling. So. Um, but since all that's pretty much put on hold and everyone's stuck in their houses, that'll be a good one to check out next week.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, a you know, like I said, they're talking about Tino Bravo and you know, the brawl for all tournament that led to career ending injuries. I mean, the one that I'm kind of interested of seeing, even though we've known about this guy is new Jack. Like that's the one I'm interested to see how they're going to do that one. Yeah. I think that one has, um,
1: I think that one has potential to be crazy, too, because he had a lot. There's just a lot going on there. So,
0: I remember seeing him wrestle at the fairgrounds on Wednesday nights when it was NWA TNA, and he had a hardcore match, and I remember that I handed him the chair that I was sitting in to hit somebody who was wrestling. I can't remember who it was, and I was just like, this is this is awesome. I just gave this wrestler a weapon to hit somebody with. Um, But yeah, so it's, 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 you know, it's, it's a crazy time, but there's a lot of stuff that you can do to kind of take your mind off. I mean, there, there's so many cool things. I think that maybe we should do something like Netflix is doing this really cool thing where they're like setting up watch parties where you can kind of like, it's like AOL chat room kind of thing, where you can get a group of people and watch a movie together. I wonder if we do that with, like, a wrestling pay-per-view. Hmm. And we just set out and be like, hey, you guys, here's what we're going to do. Kind of like NWA did last night where they, you know, they didn't have NWA power because they had to, you know, postpone Crockett Cup. So what they do last night is they showed NWA 70 and then set up, like, the group chat where people could kind of chime in on there. So I'm thinking maybe we yeah. maybe we do something with you guys, the listeners, and we we all take a vote and figure out, like, let's all watch WrestleMania 13 together. And then we all log into like a Google chat or something. And we just all watch together. I I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I
1: mean, if everything gets to the point where we think it's going to get and everyone has to stay home for two weeks then we'll have a lot of time on our hands.
0: Oh, yeah, most definitely. Speaking of somebody who uh, is going to have a lot of time on their hands, well, I don't think he really has a lot of time on his hands because he's more busier than ever than the last time that we talked to him. Uh, but congratulations to Ken Shamrock getting inducted into the Impact Hall of Fame, and it's kind of a full circle because he was their you know, first heavyweight champion um, when it was NWAT and A and uh, they did. They announced last night that he was getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, and then finally we figured out who these glitches were in Impact. I actually watched it last night, by the way, so nice. um, kudos to Impact. It was a great show. Uh, Sammy Callahan is the guy that's been doing the ICU and all this other stuff, so they set up a feud with Sammy Callahan and Ken Shamrock. Mm. That'll be interesting. Yeah, it was kind of cool because it was like they were doing the whole thing. They were saying, congratulations, Ken Shamrock. He was in the ring, blah, blah, blah. Went black, did, did the whole ICU glitch thing. Sammy Callahan's in there and threw a fireball in Shamrock's face.
1: Wow. You don't see a lot of fireballs anymore.
0: No. And th- and I thought that was pretty cool that, you know, Shamrock's still doing stuff like this. And, you know, Joey Ryan's no longer doing the dick flip and uh, fun times, though. Yeah. But... Uh, so, yeah, and, uh, of course, next week is Blood and Guts for AEW. That should be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, they put out a little promo video, and you can check it out. We shared it on our Facebook page, just find Battleground Podcast. It was a really good promo because it interviewed, like, all the guys leading up to it. But tonight's the night we find out who is the anointed one. I think, right? Yeah. Today's oh, tonight. tonight? Yeah. yeah, that's tonight. Nice. So we find out who is the anointed one tonight.
1: Nice. Cool. I didn't know that was officially when they were saying that.
0: That's what I saw on social media. So cool. we shall see tonight. Yeah. Uh, a lot of signs are pointing to Matt Hardy. I would be surprised if it's not, especially after how me and you had the conversation of why would the young bucks appear in a Matt Hardy video if he wasn't signing with AEW. Um, But uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, It would just be very odd if if they, you know, because they're kind of getting to the point where they're their own thing. They're exclusive. You Mm -hmm. know, they let, um, you know, Jericho and Moxley can fight in New Japan, but they can't fight in New Japan in the States. It has to be in Japan. So they're definitely kind of like putting the fence around what, what can and can't happen. So it'd just be very strange if they flew to North Carolina and went to the Hardy compound and appeared on this, you know, video for an independent wrestler that they're not going to do business with, you know, it just seems a little strange. So now it's very likely they could have just called in, you know, Hardy could have just called in a favor, but I don't know why they would fly out there and do it just to throw people off the scent and be like, just kidding. I'm going to NWA or, you know, it just, it just seems a little strange, but Anyways, uh, I guess we'll find out uh, tonight.
0: Yeah, we'll find out. Uh, let's see. AEW starts at seven. It's about six fifty-five now, so we'll find out and we'll uh, tweet it. So, um, I guess that concludes the end of the show. The girls will be doing their show later this week. Well, like I said, we try to you know not think of all the negative stuff that's going on, but we're just kind of you know wanted to get on here and talk with you. And next week, we'll you know. Be back to normal on the show, and we'll go on to talking about, uh, you know, the anointed one when we find out who that's going to be. And, you know, we're going to, I'm going to work on trying to get somebody on the show with us next week. Um, excuse me. Yeah. The good news is we have a lot of people that are like, Oh, yeah, I'm
1: interested. So we have a lot of like hooks out. We just got to reel them in. So,
0: right. And especially now when a lot of people are just kind of, you know, yeah. So I'm hoping with us slowing down like this,
1: maybe we can you know, maybe do some interviews and get them pocketed. And then if we have something like this happen again, like, Oh, well guess what? Here's an interview with blah, blah, blah.
0: Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we just wanted to just hop on here and kind of talk for a little bit. Um, and just kind of, you know, a lot, there's a lot going on in the world. Uh, sports is not on at the moment, but, um, we're all going to get through this and, uh, you know, we're with you guys and we're hanging out and, you know, find us on socials, might. We're still social
1: yeah. on the socials.
0: Find us. Uh, Instagram is Battleground podcast. uh, Twitter is Battleground IHR, and just announced da, 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 da. we now have a website. You go to battlegroundpodcast.com. Boom! Yeah, that's pretty cool. We do have a website now, so there's a lot of cool stuff up there. You can see past guests, you can grab the merch, you can just click. That's all I need you to do. Just click, yeah. And that'll
1: become more active as we go along. So,
0: yeah. So, there's that. Uh, So, the girls will be on later this week. And next week, we'll be back to the normal schedule, knock on wood. And uh, we'll have some fun. So, you guys stay safe out there and uh, find us on socials and follow us. And let's be friends. Boom. Take care. There it is. See you. We hope you
1: enjoyed today's episode of the Battleground Podcast. Make sure you give it five stars and a nice review. To stay up to date with the show, follow them at Battleground Podcast on Instagram.